you said, if I am making myself sick, I can make myself well. And that is certainly something to shout from the mountaintops to anyone listening right now. And that doesn't necessarily need to be a physical illness, but it could be emotional, mental, mental health, mental illness. If you're struggling, if you're going through a challenge right now, if you're going through this challenge, you can also make yourself well. And that is your mission. And this podcast is all about is finding within how we can make ourselves well. I love the word well-being. It, mm-hmm. it means wealth and wealth means well-being. Yes. And so to really unlock and take ownership, especially as girls, as women, to take ownership that we have the power within us to make ourselves well, to cultivate a sense of well-being and wealth within whatever is going on. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I hope that you are enjoying your summer. I hope that you're doing something fun, being kind to yourself, stepping outside of your comfort zone a little and maybe trying something new. Uh, As we speak, as I record this intro for you, um, I am actually in Switzerland, although I'm not in Switzerland as I record it, but I will be when you hear it. That's probably more accurate. Going on a two-week adventure with my family and I'm equal parts excited and and nervous because we're going to be doing a lot of active stuff, lots of hiking, lots of um lots of like physical stuff. And I have been training in my own special way with yoga. I'm just going to put that out there. So I will report back when we return. Um today's episode is actually a um time when I was a guest on my beautiful friend uh, Susie Lula's podcast, Permission to Thrive. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do wherever you listen to podcasts. Susie is brilliant. Um, everything that she says, every like ounce of wisdom that, that comes out of her is just, it's solid gold. And every opportunity that we have to connect we take advantage of even though she's on the west coast and we've never met in person it's like one of those friendships that sparked uh, on instagram we were both big fans of each other's work and then we got on a zoom call and then we got on an instagram live and she's been on the podcast two times and so she's so kind to invite me as one of her first guests to this beautiful podcast as i mentioned it's called permission to thrive and Um, I think you're going to enjoy the episode a lot. We talk about how by up-leveling ourselves as women, um, we are up-leveling the children in our lives or the children that we serve. Uh, As you know, my book is called Empowered Women, Empower Girls. Susie's work very much echoes that exact same thing. And it's just it's just so funny how we've been on such similar trajectories and that we're just connecting now but that's just the way the world works and we were definitely guided and it was synchronistic that we met and i do hope that you enjoy this conversation sending you all a whole lot of love did you know that there's such a thing as actually becoming a girls empowerment coach 
and empowering girls for a living. Um, I'm so proud to share that I have a certification program. It's called the Girl Life Academy. And in it, we provide every tool that you could possibly need to run purposeful, impactful, and uh, financially rewarding girls empowerment workshops. We're going to give you 17 empowerment workshops to teach. We're giving you a business in a box where you get marketing tools, you get business trainings, and then on top of all of that, you get the mindset tools to make sure that um, when you commit to doing this work, that you don't let those fears take you down. Fears of imposter syndrome, financial blocks, perfection paralysis, the stuff we all feel when we're taking on a new endeavor. But we're going to teach you how to make your desire for impact so much greater than the fear of starting something new. We've got your back 100% of the way, and we've got a community of 200 plus Girl Life coaches who will be cheering you on for your entire journey. So if you'd like to learn more about the Girl Life Academy, check us out, www.girllifeempowerment.com. Hope to see you on the inside. Welcome to Permission to Thrive. I'm your host, Susie Lula. As a spiritual therapist for over 20 years, I have the honor and privilege of ushering women and mothers just like you on a journey from simply surviving to powerfully thriving. I also have the honor of raising our son, Will, who is now a young adult with my longtime partner, Jamie. So I'm right there on the journey with you. Consider this your personal sanctuary, your space to meet your heart, embrace your messy, and come home to your most authentic, extraordinary self. My hope is that you leave resourced and inspired because you are here to shine. Welcome to Permission to Thrive. I'm so happy to introduce you all to my friend and colleague, Melody Pomerati. Melody is an award-winning author and empowerment coach and the founder of the Girl Life Academy. As the mom of twin girls, she is passionate about empowering girls and women to access their superpowers and reach their full potential. She has successfully trained over 200 Girl Life coaches across the globe who are changing the world one girl at a time while earning unapologetically for their valuable work. We had the most amazing conversation. We spoke about what gets in the way of our girls thriving in the world and how you can remother yourself so that you can thrive in the world. We also spoke about how we can bring our girls and our boys together to empower each other and to really change the next generation on the planet. So I'm so happy to have you all listen in to this really inspiring conversation. So I want to introduce you all um, to Melody. Melody is an award-winning author and empowerment coach. You are empowering women, empowering girls. And as the mom of a boy, I, I just love anyone who is assisting 
our younger generation to thrive. I love the work that you do. I can't wait to dive in. Thank you, Susie. It's such an honor to be here. Congratulations on this amazing podcast. And anytime I get to spend with you is welcome. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, thank you so much. Ditto. I feel the same way about you. So I'm just going to ask you, what is your definition of thriving, of empowerment? I, I love the question. And I love that you call your community the thrivers. I think there's just such a beautiful energy associated with that. For me to thrive, I think it's twofold. And the first thing is connecting to that inner power source that exists within each of us. Just knowing and claiming our power is probably one of the most important things that we could do. And I'm sure we'll go into that more today, but like it, the, the most trusted resource lives within us. And when we can fully understand that, and harness the power of that, there's nothing we can't do. So that's when we thrive. And then the other thing that really just comes up for me is like, I was asking myself this question as you had prepared me and you had said that we would be talking about what it means to thrive. And I thought for myself, the prerequisite to thriving for me is just living in a state of peace, peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my heart. And so for me, thriving also means that I am at peace with myself. Mm, I love that so much. And I think that's why I resonate with you so much because my definition of thriving is to have an inner sense of well-being in the midst of what's going on around us. And so the first words out of your mouth were about tapping into the inner and the power that we all have within us in a culture that teaches us to look externally. So we're both really similarly seeking to assist individuals to know that you do have a superpower within you. So I love your definition and I'm interested what led you to do this work? What led you to be passionate, not only about finding this within yourself, but assisting both women and girls to find this within themselves? I think that's a beautiful question. I, I think when we access something for ourselves, like when we go through a challenge and come out on the other side, we can't help but want to scream it off of the rooftops. I think that's the, one of the gifts that we bring as women. We want to share, whether it's a lipstick color or a book we read or a podcast we're listening to, we're like, you, you, you have to hear about this. And so I had my own journey where I struggled, like I struggled with a, a lot of anxiety as a young girl. I didn't know it was anxiety because it manifested in, in the form of stomach aches. And I was always in pain. And every morning I would wake up and it was the same. Everything I ate, going to school was a problem. And my mom would just take me from doctor to doctor to try to figure out what was going on with me. And everyone would give me this clean bill of health and say, Melody's completely healthy and fine. And it just left us wondering what is going on. And it wasn't until, you know, you learn to manage the pain, but it wasn't until sitting in a psych 101 class at York University in Toronto, first year university and learning about the mind body connection and how we are such powerful creators in our own lives. And in that moment, the more I learned about this connection between our minds and our bodies, the more I realized, my goodness, what's going on with me is actually, I can give it a name. I have anxiety. I am living with anxiety. And that is 
turning out to be what the stomach pain is all about. And if I am able to make myself sick, then I'm also able to make myself well. And Mm -hmm. that's when I stepped into the world of empowerment and human potential and understanding that there are so many inner tools that live within each of us. And when we can access them, the power of the universe is at our fingertips. And that's when I slowly started planting seeds, planting seeds, planting seeds. And then when I had my daughters, it was just another opportunity for me to go deeper. I looked in the mirror and I was like, is this the woman who is going to empower her girls? Like, am I, when I see my reflection in the mirror, am I pleased? Do I have issues with myself? And all of that deep inner work and understanding um, that power and wanting to share it with my girls, wanting to share it with the world really started my mission of women empowering girls. And after years of working with women as a life coach, it became very clear to me that if we're going to change this narrative, like you, you hear from so many women, I should have done this. I wish I had done that but I'm not strong enough. I'm not capable enough and all of this. And I was like, where does this begin and how do we change it? And for me, the natural, the natural answer, the natural response from my own inner being was let's do something about this and let's start with the girls. Wow. Well, I just love everything that you're saying. I think everyone's going to relate to you. One of the things you said that I think is so profound, you said, if I am making myself sick, I can make myself well. And that is certainly something to shout from the mountaintops to anyone listening right now. And that doesn't necessarily need to be a physical illness, but it could be emotional, mental, mental health, mental illness. If you're struggling, if you're going through a challenge right now, if you're going through this challenge, you can also make yourself well. And that is your mission. And this podcast is all about is finding within how we can make ourselves well. I love the word well-being. It Mm -hmm. it means wealth and wealth means well-being. So to really unlock and take ownership, especially as girls, as women, to take ownership that we have the power within us to make ourselves well, to cultivate a sense of well-being and wealth within whatever is going on, I think is so powerful. You said so many other things. I love that you work with girls. And it's interesting that you have had your own journey with anxiety. And I certainly believe that anxiety is so on the rise, both with women, with girls, with boys. I've raised a boy and I know there is tremendous unseen anxiety with boys. So we share this passion. I'm interested in what do you see in girls? What would you say either has them fraught with anxiety or challenges girls to thrive, to give themselves permission to thrive? It's a really good question. There's so much, but um, specifically what I'm noticing is that girls are looking and boys looking for that outside validation. And there's just so much that sets them up to seek that outer validation, whether it's social media or the silliest things that are happening in some schools where there are lists about this girl would be the most X, Y, Z, this girl would be 
it, it's just craziness. And especially for girls, we're feeling this. And, and I always say it's them raising the volume, turning up the volume on what the world is telling them to be, who the world is telling them to be, what the world is telling them they should say, they should do, what activities they should take part in. The list is endless, but what we want is for them to turn the volume up on their own inner knowing. And when we can get them to do that, that's where the power comes in. No more of the shoulds, right? Like I should be this way, but more of the, who do I want to be? How do I want to operate in the world? So I think what's taking our girls down is just needing others to see them and to acknowledge them and validate them and not realizing that that first validation and acknowledgement has to come from the girl herself for herself. I love what you're saying. And I love that you're speaking about the power of a girl finding her, her own inner power in a group, because mm. I think that that's very similar to women and mothers. I know for myself, when my son was young, I felt very alone as a mother. And I was really hungry for a lifeline and a group. And I remember my first group of mom friends, there were three others, and there were four of us. And we would literally just go to a park and sit under a tree. And that was literally my lifeline for the week, you know, it was Sunday mornings. So I love that you're doing this work in community with girls. I think that what you're saying is very powerful. You know, the the power of social media to us as women and grown adults is powerful enough and imagine being a young girl to be inundated with that and i would imagine what you find also in your work are just the the things outside of social media like a girl in a classroom i'm thinking you know and i've heard you say this that by fourth grade by the age of nine years old there's something that's happening with our girls where they're not raising their hands as much in a classroom as a boy feels confident to raise his hand in a classroom. And I thought about that a lot because I think that young boys, young girls, boys are more gregarious. Boys are just, you know, energizer bunnies, you know? Right. And so I think that part of it is just developmental that that boys are more external often i know i'm generalizing often girls are more internal they're taught be a nice girl be a good girl be quiet be polite i know i was taught all of those things and i'm trying to be a good girl and then i'm keeping my mouth closed and then my light is dimming so i would love for you to speak to that and anything that you see around that for anyone listening to be able to really equip your young girls to maybe even become aware that this is happening and then equip them. What, what would a mom do with her, her young girl right now? Yeah, that's a, that's an, another amazing question, Susie. So yes, a girl self-confidence peaks at age nine. It's the sad statistic. Um, and I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said we are asked to be good girls. That's what's happening. We don't even realize as mothers, when we give that message, be a good girl, be a good girl. What does that mean? Are we backing it up with examples and definitions? Usually we're not. And so the girl, our girl is left coming to her own conclusions about what it means to be a good girl. And I remember polling our Facebook community on this, like, what did it mean to you when your parents told you to be a good girl? 
they would say it meant don't use your voice. It meant be seen and not heard. It meant act like a lady, sit like a lady, dress like a lady. So much of this messaging coming at us that we just don't know what to do with. We don't know how to disseminate it. And so back to your question, what could a mom do right now? Well, let's not ask our girls to be good. Let's instead ask them to be powerful is another thing I'd like to scream off of the mountaintops. There's too much attached to being a good girl. Let's instead invite our girls to tap into their own inner power, that inner voice of knowing that we call intuition to guide them, to be the life force that leads them through this thing we called life where it's not always easy, right? But if we've always got access to our intuition, if we teach our kids about that voice, that inner knowing, my goodness, the things that they can make it through, the resilience they can develop. It's something I have said to my daughters and I continue to say, when they come to me for the answers, I have to catch myself, right? Because it's so easy as a mother, we want to fix it. We want to give them all the answers. We want to make life so much easier for them, right? But we need to take a step back. And so the question is, honey, what is your intuition telling you, right? Like what we're talking to a younger girl, what's that inner voice of knowing that voice that's always talking to you? What is she saying to you? And really, this is how we create powerful girls by reminding them that the power is within them. It's not outside of them. It's always an inside job. Yeah. I love these two points. I want to talk about each one of them for a moment. They're really powerful. One point I'm hearing you say is to use specific examples in your home. Look for specifics. I think that's genius. And the other thing that you're saying is to catch ourselves, to teach ourselves as the parent, as the adult, not to go to the fix it, right? but to really step back and allow your daughter to have that inner experience. Oh, I have an intuition. I have a power. So I want to speak to each one of those because I think they're very powerful. The first one about using specifics When you said that, and I just shared this on a previous podcast, but I I think it bears repeating. So when you say specifics, I get really excited because I think that, oh, well, that means that as an adult, I too get to grow out of the good girl that I was taught to be and grow into the powerful woman that I meant to be. So I think of when Will was young, And we didn't do social media with him. He didn't watch very much media at all. And that was a big thing because we were the only ones or very few, you know, that that was a thing. And I didn't want him to feel stigmatized. He's living in a world of social media and we were making our own choices. And so I, I share this example because for me as a mom, what happened was when we would have play dates come over or he would go to play dates and there was navigating this conversation about media. And I can remember feeling very uncomfortable myself in wanting to talk about this with another mom. I can remember times that I would call another mom and I'd be really nervous because the good girl in me who would want to be accepted by another mom who would not want to feel like, what is she doing? I wanted to belong. I wanted to be that good girl. I wanted to be nice. I didn't want to cause conflict. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be that person. And here I am wanting to raise my son in a particular way. 
And what I found with every phone call was on the other end, the mom was going, oh my God, thank you so much for talking about social media. Like, I don't want that happening on a play date either. But I got so much connection and intimacy and deepening by finding my own voice and breaking out of my own good girl modeling that I had been entrenched in for sure. So I love that you're talking about specifics. I share all of that to say there are probably 10, 20 ways in a day, in a week that as an adult, we can find these specifics to to grow ourselves Mm -hmm. into the powerful woman that will then, because it's very challenging to be saying to our kids, you're inwardly empowered when we're feeling inwardly threatened. So we have to to move through that ourselves and alongside of our girls, of our kids. And I just, so I, I love what you're saying about using specifics. I would love for you Thrivers listening, please email us dm us please share some of the specifics that you begin to find this week use that as an assignment look Mm -hmm. for specific ways this week that you can grow into your own superpower and then pass that along do you ever feel like you're kind of just winging it as a mom and wishing that you had more of a support system in place to know that you are really bringing your daughter um, the most empowered tools, the most empowered version of yourself so that you can lead by example and make sure that you're not leaving any stone unturned when raising a girl who has self-esteem and self-confidence and feels comfortable in her own skin. Well, I want you to check out the Empowered Girl Mom program. I've spoken to so many women who have felt like they're lost on their parenting journey and needed some guidance on how to best lead their girls. And this program is my answer to you. It's going to really show you that you have the power to shape her perspective, to instill important values and provide a supportive environment for growth. Uh, Because really at the end of the day, that's your birthright and it's her birthright. So I want you to check out the Empowered Girl Mom program. And together I know we can cause a positive ripple effect that will impact your family and your daughter for generations to come. I don't want uncertainty to hold you back from being the best mom that you can be. Please check out www.melodypormorati.com slash girlmom to learn more about this program. Anything you want to share about that before? Because your other example is so good too. Well, I don't know if this takes us onto a tangent, but it bears sharing. Like you shared your example of how you're empowering yourself, stepping into your own power And that's like the greatest gift we wish to give to our children, right? It's the gift you want, you gave to, to will. It's the gift that I strive to give to my girls or the girls that I serve. But at the end of the day, like the greatest gift that we have to give our next generation is the gift of our example. So if we are encouraging girls to step into their power and we're not doing it, well, guess what? It's not going to happen because so often it's not what's taught, it's what's caught. It's what they're witnessing us do and not do that is hanging out in their subconscious minds. And they are following our cues of what it is to be a girl or a woman walking in this world. So it's it's something that I speak on a lot. It's the topic of my book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls. So we must, first and foremost, 
embody that which we are trying to bring to the girls. So whether it's like, I I use this example often, if I'm looking in the mirror and believe me, I have caught myself doing this. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like looking at my gray hairs Then I'm like, oh my goodness, another gray hair or another wrinkle, or I don't like the way my body looks, whatever it may be, they're hearing us. They're hearing us. They are taking that in and is that what we want to share with them? Yeah. And so in strengthening our own relationship with ourselves and doing that deep inner work for ourselves, that is the gift that we give to our children. Exactly. And that's what I find so exciting. I want everyone to hear that you don't need to be perfect. Your children observing you growing yes. is so important when we'll... I was always very honest and am very honest and authentic with him. So I wasn't shy about saying, you know, mommy's really nervous about calling Miss Jane right now. And mommy's gonna do it anyway. You know, I, I showed him my vulnerability again, tangent, but raising a boy. And I wanted my son to stay connected to his vulnerability and all the things, his emotional sensitivities. So I would share with him my vulnerabilities just as a way of showing him like, okay, I'm really nervous, but here I am, I'm calling anyway. And so I hope that everyone listening is hearing that, you know, and I I can remember moments of like wanting to say, oh my God, my stomach's sticking out, you know, and I can remember moments of hearing it in my mind and catching myself. I don't want to say that in front of my son. So I I want everyone to hear that this is not about being perfect, but it is certainly an opportunity to, to really grow in your own empowerment And just as an aside, I have to say so many synchronicities with us, your book, Empowering Women, Empowering Girls, and my book, Thriving Mothers Raising Thriving Children. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. I think we discussed this the first time we met, like, what are the chances of that, right? Like, we are literally saying the same thing in different ways. Yeah, which is why I knew everyone would love you. (laughs) Aw. So Melody, there's another thing that you and I talk about that I would just love to share with all the thrivers out there, which is that you have raised girls, you work with girls, I've raised a son, and I work with a lot of moms of boys. And we've talked a lot about moving into future generations. Mm -hmm. How can we as parents, as adults, raise girls who lift up boys and raise boys who lift up girls. Do you have anything to share about that? It's it's a topic that fascinates me. We we have to do our work with empowering our girls. Certainly there's so much with boys teaching them that it's okay to cry, to have tears, to be vulnerable, to be sensitive. I alluded to some of that. And and doing each of the work individually is so important and crucial. And then how do you see it powerfully coming together? Yeah, I I think that it's important, you know, like as we raise our children, like to call out stereotypes, to show our children examples of girls and boys doing various things, right? Because that's really what it comes down to. And at the end of it, this is humanity, like we are raising humans. 
And I feel like kindness and respect and self-love are at the cornerstone of all of it. So if we are moving forward on our mothering journey, on our parenting journey, keeping all of this in mind, like we are going to raise girls who raise up boys and we're going to raise up boys who raise up girls, right? Because if there's kindness at the root of all of it, then how could that not be the case? I feel like you and I did like a whole talk on this a little while ago, and there's so much to say about it, but like, I'd love for your people to hear what you shared and what you feel about that. Well, I do believe, you know, being a woman and having been raised as that good girl, nice girl, polite girl, don't make waves, don't make conflict, and then raising a son and becoming aware of all those stereotypes, don't cry, don't be a wimp, man up. Um, oh, boys you're will be boys. Boys will be boys, boys for the things they do by just saying boys will be boys. Boys and boys telling other boys, oh, you're such a girl. Yes. That, oh, and, oh, you're such a girl. And then what is that saying about then the girls? So it's degrading both genders and um, and sensitivity, vulnerability. So those were always very important to me in raising a son who would stay very connected to his soul, his heart, his sensitivities, his creativity, his innermost spirit. And I think that what you're speaking to is so undervalued in our culture is kindness and how to be kind without always being, quote, nice. How, how to be kind doesn't mean you have to be the nice, quiet girl that doesn't really speak up. I, I do believe that at the end of the day, when a girl feels empowered within herself to have a voice, to be fully self-expressed, to feel like she can raise her hand as, as equally as anyone, she can take up her space in, in the world. And then simultaneously, you're speaking about quote, masculine qualities, healthy masculine to, because we're all feminine and masculine within ourselves. So to take up space, to be out there, to be self-expressed, right? To take up your space, to shine. And then for a boy to be able to embody the more feminine places inside of him, not feminine meaning gender, feminine meaning being. Mm -hmm. Your being that you don't have to do anything. Right. To, to be worthy and your tears are as important and your tears matter and your feelings matter to me and how you feel is important to me. So I, I love your word kindness and I hear words like connection mm. and intimacy to think that our girls would be inwardly connected to their power. And to think that our boys would be inwardly connected to their sensitivity. Yes. yes. And, and that will create intimacy. I feel so intimately connected to you, Melody. Why? Because I feel there's such an implied safety between us. You, there's no competition between us. I am so here to raise you up. You're so here to raise me up. So this quality of safety is, is we've never talked about it overtly, but it's here, it's present. And to have that safety within a girl to be all of herself and to have the safety within a boy to be all of himself and not to leave any of their parts out, I believe will be the coming together 
of the two, the, the creation of the intimacy and the connection and the understanding. Yes. That's so beautifully said. That's so beautifully said. Yes. Claiming all the parts of us, accepting all the parts of us, not being ashamed of any of the parts of us, everything you said, amen to it, because that is the world that we want to move in the direction of. And we get to be a part of that. We get to create it. We get to decide that it gets to be different. Yeah. It makes me so excited talking to you. I always get the same feeling talking to you of this excitement of what's possible. And I'm really hoping that everyone listening is feeling that inner sense, whether you are uh, parenting a boy, whether you're parenting a girl, whether you're not a biological parent and you are remothering, as I call it, remothering yourself. And I hope that you're feeling this possibility, this aliveness, this enthusiasm, this possibility of, oh my gosh, I can break out and break through from any ways that I've dimmed my own light, break out and break through from any ways that I've been taught not to create conflict with someone just by speaking up, you know, any ways that perhaps you have been taught, don't be vulnerable, don't show your feelings, don't let them show. There's so many ways that we are here to remother ourselves. And then as you're saying, as we embody that, really be able to pass that on to our kids. So I, I love everything that you're talking about. And I'm wondering, do you have any last words, anything that you would like to make sure that people are hearing that that they could take away with them that they could use in their day to day weekly life. I think Susie, like to wrap what you just said so beautifully in a bow, all anyone wants from us is for us to be our authentic truth to live out our authentic truth to be real to keep it real. So boy, girl, like, It doesn't matter at the end of this day, when we can show up like there, there are no two people in the world who have the same fingerprint, not even twins, not even identical twins. We are all here for a reason. We're needed. Our voice matters. Our thoughts matter. So to, to not shy away from being who we are and sharing our authentic truth, because this is how we create connection. This is how we create power. This is how we create everything. This is how we change worlds. I just wanted to say that because that's one of the biggest messages that we teach our girls in our curriculum. You be you. That's all anyone wanted. Perfection aside, it doesn't exist. Show up, Mm. live, live full out, Mm. share your voice, Mm. be you. You be you. You do you. That's what greater gift is there, exactly. right? Than to give our truth. Exactly. And this this idea of embracing all parts of ourselves as the adult. When I embrace all parts of myself, I'm going to be more able to embrace all parts of my child. And to your point, you're saying, what do all of us want? We all want to feel seen. We all want to feel connected. We all want to feel that we matter and giving ourselves the embrace of all the parts of ourselves is going to allow us to see our children and and see all those parts and say, you know, 
you matter. I see you. I value you. I treasure you. I adore you. And I adore these parts of you. And I adore these parts of you. And please step into these parts of you. This is amazing. I hope that everyone is leaving with just a toolbox full of things to try this week and experiment. And I will absolutely have you on again. I, I know that there's so much more that we can talk about and so many questions maybe people will have. So please write to podcast at suzylula.com. If you have any questions for Melody, where can people find you, Melody? Where can they ask you questions uh, directly? How, they, how can they get into your community? For sure. So I'm at Melody at GetGirlPower.com. You can send me a direct email there. I hang out on Instagram at Girl Life Empowerment. That's with one L. And of course, my website is an amazing place to learn more about our mission and who we serve and how we serve. And that's www.GetGirlPower.com. And I will have everything listed in the show notes. So you guys, you're just a click away you are one of the most inspiring women that I know. I love you. I respect you. I adore you. And I'm so grateful that you're my friend and colleague. My goodness. The feeling is mutual. I'm so honored. I love you, Susie. Thank you for this opportunity. My pleasure. And thank you guys. Thank you all you thrivers. Give yourself permission to thrive this week. I hope you are leaving with the awareness of the profound influence you have to assist our next generation of girls and boys to thrive in their lives. And if there was something you found meaningful or helpful in this episode, I hope that you will subscribe and write a five-star review. And as a thank you, I will email you a free video that I created for you called Permission to Thrive with some practices and a guided process to assist you to shine in every area of your life. Just email podcast at suzylula.com with the word done when you subscribe and leave a review. Subscribing and writing a review assists us to reach more people and spread the message of thriving to more people on our beautiful planet. Thank you so much for listening. If there was something in this conversation that spoke to you, We'd so appreciate it if you would take the time to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share this episode with women and mothers you know, because you are here to thrive. See you next time. so much for your listenership if you love what you're hearing please consider leaving us a five-star review and subscribing to the show so that you don't miss an episode these reviews are so very helpful to us and we are so grateful for each and every one of them if you'd like to hang out with us on instagram give us a visit at girl life empowerment can't wait to see you there